Welcome to episode 23 of the Stories on Podcast Show, the show where we always reverse the charges. My name is James. And my name's Chris. Hey, Chris. How are you hey, doing? Hey, James. I'm good. You? I'm really good. I'm really good. Um, listen, we're doing really well with this. People are listening to our show, so thank you. Really? Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Mum. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Mums. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's pretty cool. Um, please tell me, what have you been up to? Um, what have I been up to? I don't know. I'm trying to think. Uh, it's a nice bit of sunny weather we've had. Uh, it snowed in May and then that finally disappeared. It's been wonderful. I've enjoyed the Euros, whether you like football or not. It's been good. Now, would you like to give? Uh, would you like me to give you some clues about the song tonight? Um, yes, please. All right. So the first clue is I won this song at Nutsford Fair. You won it at Nuts, Nutsford Fair. Well, an LP. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the 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 or guest, hook a duck or coconut tossing. What it was, it was a time of LPs, obviously, and all the LPs are like hung at the back of this stall, and you had like Kylie Minogue's and all the ones at the time out, and they're all attached to a piece of string. And this string went up and through this little hole and then down. And what you had to do is a pair of fiver, take a piece of string and pull it. A fiver. Yeah, but it was a prize. Every hold time. on, yeah, but hold on, this is a fiver. Back in, if it was Kylie Minogue, we're talking. And Nutsford Fair, about ni- 1990. Yeah, so it was, about, well, I think LPs at the time were about a tenner. So, you know, anyway, prize. Oh, yeah, fiver, 1990. I might have got two pulls for a fiver, I can't remember, but but I did get two records. One of them was a Dallas Home and Praise. I went to Amsterdam, and back in the day, you used to be able to get two pulls for a fiver there as well. <laughs> <laughs> but no, not oh, it was Gilders then. Anyway. Um, so the first one I pulled up was Dallas Home and Praise, which was like a really deep south uh, gospel sort of thing, which um, their first one was Hey, I'm a Believer. It's one of my favourites. And the second one was from this album. I'm a Believer, as in monkeys? No, um, no. Um, I'll insert a bit of it here. And there we go. So now you know. And right, my second clue is it's a telephone song. And we haven't had a telephone song for a while. We have. Telephone songs are popular. They're good, aren't they? Yeah, they <laughs> are. like a telephone song. Well, they're going to die out because of all the communication, but who knows? No, I don't know. No, because there's always a back, the back catalogue of right. a fortune. So, any ideas? Probably not. It's a bit. Um, not well known. No. All right. So it is Barbara Mandrell and Ooh. Barbara Mandrell, and the song is called Operator Long Distance Please. Oh. And um, it was released in 1982, written by Ty Fleming and Dennis Morgan from the album In Black and White, and it reached number nine in the US country charts. That's it. I haven't got any fun facts. Do you, do you know, I, I, I've just realised, I may do one on a future show, but I'm going to ruin it now if I tell you, but I, I know one that is a, a, a telephone song to do with an operator. Right, well, you, save it. Bring it up. I'm going, to, if I, I'm going to forget it, though. I woke up alone, the bed 
If you could do, uh, could you? Would you mind just remove it? Ah, there we go. So, sure. right. So, let's have a look. So she's on her own. It, um, well, she's on her own basically. On, on her own in a cold bed, cold feet. Nothing worse is there. She what she probably should have done, which I have to do because I'm six foot two, is I have to wrap the duvet underneath like my heels if I'm sleeping on my back, and then. Wrap it so my toes are covered, but like, and, and, and using the weight of the heels is it pushes it down. Otherwise, they get cold. And likewise, vice versa. From my head growing up, I didn't realise that beds because I was six foot two when I was fairly young. I I, I didn't realise that beds were more than four foot long. <laughs> my feet used to go out the end and just be really cold at night, really cold. And if I did that wrapping thing, the duvet wouldn't go above my belly button. <laughs> So you'd have like a coat on above as well, oh, honestly. Yeah. Uh, well, I've got a dog that sleeps at the end of my bed, so that kind of keeps my feet warm, really. Cold feet, nothing worse though. I, get, I know what she means though, waking yeah. up with cold feet alone. Uh, I mean, well, it's not that sad, it's just freezing cold. So she's learned quite a bit. She doesn't like TV, she doesn't like to read, and she doesn't like being single. Uh, just while we're on it, they're really difficult to warm up again, cold feet. I mean, a bath, you need a bath or a shower, that'll sort you out. Sock, just putting socks on wouldn't do it. It would take yeah, too long, it's too cold. Outside, yeah. um, that's why people get frostbite. Right, so she doesn't like being on her own and, um, and she doesn't even mind that um, she gave it one night and she knows that she hates being single. Mm -hmm. So it's only been gone one night and she's beside herself. Yeah. Do you know what you just said? You just reminded me of something. You're talking about frostbite. Yes. I'll tell you, if, uh, last month, um, climbed Snowden for the solstice. Oh, not, it's not anything to do with this song. We're talking about cold. I thought, because it was, it was the sunrise, we, had to, we got up there, we left, set off from here, driving at 11, started walking at 1. We got up in 2 hours, 12 minutes, which is pretty impressive, four of us. And it was walking up there dead quickly, and it was like, slow down, we're going to be at the top freezing cold. Anyway, we were at the top for an, over an hour and a half before the sun rose at 4.48. Absolutely freezing cold. And it was a beautiful sunrise, though, but I thought I was going to get frostbite. I had four layers on and couldn't feel my fingers. But you wouldn't... Um, an hour from civilization. Bloody hell. Well, no, no, but stood at the top of oh, the mountain in cold wind at 4.48 in, in the morning. It's quite cold. But well, you, you, you were talking about frostbite, and I don't think you're going to get frostbite in, 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 you know, in bed, but... In fact, that's now coming on to a wet, wet, wet song about feeling it in my fingers and feeling it in my toes. Let's focus on this song. So, Bart, let's call it Barbara, because that's the name of the singer. She's in band, she's missing her partner. Shall we carry on?
we need to say something for our listener. Um, this is this is a song that was written in 1982, so this is way before mobile phones. Okay, and the world of um, telephones is very different now, wasn't it, Mr. Neil? It was a long time ago. It's uh, it's quite sad, actually, isn't it? Wanted to make a long distance call. Put your headphones on. Maybe I don't know. You've gone really quiet. Ah, okay. It's quite sad, actually, though, because she's you know operating long. If you wanted to make a long distance call, you had to ring the operator, didn't you? Basically. Yeah, I imagine they're a bit like a social worker and operator in them days. They were. You know, and they they'd, they'd have that have that thing in front of them that looked like they worked in a, in somewhere in Russia. Like yeah. plugging stuff into whatever. Well, it was the time of the Cold War, so it probably was Russia. Yeah, well, talking about the Cold War, let's not mention the Cold. We've covered that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it would have been very, very, yeah. I wonder if they like often got people going, you know, had a drink or two and like crying, going, oh, I'm trying to get all the permits, so and so. I don't know where he is. I imagine that happened quite regularly. In fact, I'd be quite intrigued to listen to some of those calls. Unfortunately, none of them were recorded in those days. Well, so it's all gone. It's all disappeared into the ether. I get hold of this man who's left her, yes? Yes. Okay. I love. I love. All she wants to do is just for a second or two, just to say, I love you. Beautiful. Oh. I call yellow cat. I have to ask where they're taking him last night. I call the airlines. They checked his flight. He was on the now, do you know Ooh. about GDPR? Well, yeah, well, yeah, but this was pre-GDPR, wasn't it? But it's funny she called Yellow Cab, not all the cab companies. So back in those days, there only used to be one Yellow Cab. It was just one company? Or just well, it looks company. like it. I called Yellow Cab. Maybe just one car. Or I'm thinking, let's call him Jerry. I think Jerry always used Yellow Cab when he's in New York. I think Is that the company? Him. Well, there, wasn't there only Yellow Cabs back then? Well, I think all that... the cabs are yellow, but I don't know if they're all... Oh, maybe they are. Have you seen the programme Taxi? Uh, I've been to. Uh, mind you, I've not been to LA. Right, let's keep focus. Oh, it's at LA? Yeah. All right, OK. Yes, you're right. Right. So... Yeah, keep focus, James. Come on, keep focus. <laughs> so, right. But, you know, calling all the airlines, bless. Oh, she was probably at a wit's end. Well, she tracked him down. And he was on the 809. Okay. Do you reckon she was... Do you she... How many, how many glasses of wine do you reckon she'd had? Took a couple of bottles. You know, she'd been, she'd been driving. Where is he? Where the fucking hell is he? Bastard. Said he was going to fucking ring me. Yeah. I want to know which flight he's on. I don't know what tell you. Fucking hell. We've got a spot here, Denise. I call the hotel where he stayed. He goes to LA. They said he checked in late last night. Room 245. Jesus, she sounds like a stalker. I think nowadays you get in trouble for this. Really, really? Her behaviour is despicable. Also, 
something in her story doesn't add up. Okay, so she woke up alone. The bed was so cold. She learned a lot in just one night. Yeah. Then down here, um, she's there saying, I've been calling all afternoon. Yeah, but I think maybe it was that afternoon. So she woke, she'd been in bed all night. And she'd been singing this song all day. And then, no, she'd been in bed all night. So he'd gone the night before. And then she was in bed all day. I mean, I don't know, because I've not been following it quite as closely. So she's not heard from me all night, all day, and then she started tracking him. And it's a bit weird, isn't it? So he's only been gone a day, but I mean, she knew anyway where he's going, because she knew where he was going. Well, you wouldn't just ring a flight company and... We're not being clever detectives. Right. We know now that he left from her apartment. That's Take Columbo on it. For a flat. Yes. Say that again. We so know what. He left from her apartment, the American word for a flat. Yes? Yeah. Right. She called the cab line to see where he'd gone from her flat onwards. Yeah? So they called. Well, him. I don't know. Well, she, yeah, she woke up, the bed was so cold. So we might have gone early. Well, they'd taken him. They said they took him to the airport. Then she checked the flight, she found it in LA. Then she knows that whenever he goes to LA, he always stays at the same hotel. She rings that hotel, and fair, um, as Fanny's your aunt and John's your uncle, he's in room 245. Yeah. Job done. Yeah. She's fucking crackers. Yeah. Which <laughs> <laughs> is pretty much what I said at the beginning. She's just fucking insane. <laughs> At least it makes sense. I'm pleased about that. Gotta keep dialing, trying. Can't you see? Now, I've got to say, I love that bit. I think it's my favourite bit of the song. Right, so we're back. Is that because it's near the end? It's uh, shut up. Back in the early eighties, the introduction of the touch tone, and they've used the touch tone telephone to do the little. Uh, oh. If I can just reach you, you'll come back to me. If I can just reach you, you'll come back to me. Super Troper. So our songs, our story songs, seem to have a lot of tropes. They're things that uh, are recurring things that come up. So let's see if this song had any story song tropes. So the first one I've got here is Does somebody die? No, not that we know of. No. Death trope. Death trope is like Top Trump Zero. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yes, yes. Like a song with a telephone. Is there a twist? Mm, no, nothing. Is it? Is it actually finished? Because nothing's really happened, has it? Well, it, I will get onto that. Hold on, lots has happened. Right. Is there a moral to the story? There's, there's not a story to it. <laughs> there's not a story. Does it push the boundaries of believability? 
Yeah, well, yeah. I don't think you'd be able to ring up and say, find out what room someone's in. Not that it said anything anyway. I thought we did where the woman shrunk and ended up, shrunk the guy and he ended up in the radio. I think that's where we're going with that. In a radio? Yeah, she sang at him and he went to shrunk and then ended up in the radio. So no. Really? Yeah. I don't remember that. I remember a squirrel. At the, the squirrel in the church was the beginning. Is somebody cheating? Well, that was that was what I was pondering on whether that was going to that. But then, if he's, he might be going there on business, on business. Well, it sounds like they had it badly. Unless he's a complete body boiler. Is revenge involved? Well, we're not. Not sure. yet. I fucking would have been with her though. I reckon she'd been straight on the revenge. Um, she was a bit nuts. Any other tropes you can think of in that song? Uh, yeah, crap song. We've had a few of them. Oh, shut up. <laughs> All right, okay. So you didn't like it. It's one of my favourite all-time songs. All is right. it? Yeah, it's great. You know, I don't know whether to believe that or not. I thought, no, he's joking, but it could be, actually. No, I love it. In fact, those two albums, are my. F- it's got a collection of some of my favourite songs in the whole world. <laughs> We're gonna what do two that. albums? Have you got, what, you got, that one got... on the fairground. Oh, really? <laughs> what was the other one? Kindly, did you say? Or... No, uh, Dallas Home and Praise, Hey, I'm a, Belie- hey, I'm a Believer. Oh, so and what was this one called? Album yeah. one? Operator Long Distance Police, but it's Barbara Mandrell black in black and white. <laughs> You're not kidding about that, are you? I love it. I don't you won this. <laughs> You're not supposed to be here. You're not supposed to want me. <laughs> it's great. I'm gonna uh, Right. See, we... you know you know when you go to the fair and you paid five quid back in nineteen ninety. Yes. Five quid in nineteen ninety, you could go and have a game of snooker. Buy a pack of Embassy Number One, ten Embassy Number One, have two pints of of, of lager. And all those things would have been forgotten. Well, hold on, you, and you could have maybe two frames of snooker, and it was fifty p in the machine, thirty minutes on a full size table, and you'd still go with a bit of change. Yet you went and had one go on this thing, one roll of the dice, as it were, or two, as you suddenly said. For five nicker. I don't think it was five nicker. I think you made that up. It was. It but, was clearly. But then you won two of the crappiest albums ever. But I suppose an album costs the same to make, doesn't it? Regardless of whatever tat is on there. In fairness, I think they put the good ones at the front. Mm. But even sure the good ones had strings attached that you could pull. I reckon you'd be now. That's it. It's just like a load of half decent looking there. There was Kylie, there was this, and you got these ones. You got granny albums. I think it hits the criteria. There was a story. Yeah. Well, put it like this if you'd won a goldfish in a bag, it would be dead by now and you wouldn't have these songs. So well done. You're a winner. Right. Give me a mark out of 10. You or the song. (laughs) (laughs) Right. When I, hold on, hold on, hold on. I've got press the bell. We're going to show each other our mark. Hold on. As far as a story, because it's story song, isn't it? It's all about a story song. So I'm going to have to give you a mark as story song. Right, you ready up? When you hear the bell, we reveal our answers. Eight. Did you give it eight? Five. Well, that's not bad, I suppose. Well, that gives it a mark of third. Not, it wasn't even a story, though, was it? Well, yes, of course it was a story. A guy went to a hotel. Oh, a guy left it. You've got to think behind, around the story sometimes, Chris. You've got to use your imagination. Anyway, it comes in at joint 14th with Fairytale of New York. 
It's just above. How can that be as good as just not a patch on fairy tale in New York? New York. So hold on, what did it get? Eight and five. So how did that get? How did that get? Thirteen. Did you say fourteen? Thirteen. I'm not daft. For you, oh, yeah, fourteenth. Sorry, it came in fourteenth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, well, there we go. Uh, you would think though, you know, and you take a step back and go, that or fairy tale in New York, which is the better story? Operator, long distance, please. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, um, sorry. I think that's my phone call from my operator telling me we're out of time. Mm. <laughs> I woke up alone, the bed was so cold I learned a lot in just one night I don't like TV, I don't like to read And I don't like this single life And I don't even mind He says I told you so Cause I gave it one night Come back.